0: This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station.
1: This is Afternoons on Dubai Eye
2: 103.8. I'm Helen Farmer. This is Afternoons with me, Helen Farmer, on today's episode We are talking about tech, the four hottest products, according to our man on the ground in Las Vegas, to come out of CES 2024, from health to our furry friends. What might you be buying in the coming years? Plus, in conversation with the founder of a first postpartum retreat here in the UAE, you've given birth. What next? She's telling us more. Fantastic to have you with us and we're crossing over now to Las Vegas. CES 2024 is underway. It's the world's biggest tech show. It's every January in Vegas and we've got Trevor Long, VFTM.com, joining us. He is followed online, on air for his irreverent takes on tech and he's our man on the ground. How are you, Trev? I'm here
0: live, exclusive for you and a few other people I talked to. But that's hey. okay, only only for you.
2: It's uh, we're the only ones in Dubai and that's the only thing that matters to me. Now hundred percent spot on. CES Consumer Electronics Show. But who actually gets to go through the doors? Is it industry insiders like you or can, you know, anyone who's interested in tech head over there?
0: It's a it's a great question. It is not for everyone. Uh, it's a very exclusive club. Uh about one hundred and thirty thousand people come. <laughs> it hasn't quite got quite gotten as big as it was pre-COVID, but basically, what it is is a mix of exhibitors, so the people that have something to show. Let's call that ten or twenty thousand people. There's a lot of people for wow. every thing that is shown. Then there's maybe five or six thousand media, like me, and then there's a mix of what they call industry analysts. So I assume they're people that mm, you know analyze the markets and decide what's going to be good and bad. Right. And then there's just industry uh, attendees. So if you are a retail store you might be an independent retail store in dubai wanting to sell cool gadgets Mm -hmm. you could come here wander the halls and just find amazing things and potentially strike a deal to be the exclusive distributor or seller of that product in your area or or globally you know so basically a lot of it is retail big stores and small coming to do the deals to find the things that we will see on store shelves this year
2: well, that's what I wanted to ask you. We're going to be rounding up some of the hottest, most interesting, weird and wonderful items at CS this year. But that's what I wanted to ask you, that timeline, because it is a showcase for a lot of people. It's, you know, this is what we have been working on behind the scenes. We're finally ready to show it to, to the general public. But are some of these items actually going to be available in the next, you know, 12 to 24 months? Or are some of them like, this is really wacky. You're looking at a decade. What, what's the general rule?
0: I've got... I would say 50% are ready, ready for market, okay. ready to go, going to be boxed up and might be on sale next month. Some have a time frame sometime this year. Another maybe 30% are someone's life work wow. and it's either going to be devastating oh, or no. exciting. Oh,
2: they're, no. going to be told,
0: they're going to be told, mate, that already exists or we don't want it mm-hmm. or it's not the right price and good luck in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, or bring it on. This is amazing and it's going to change their life. And then there is another percentage which actually just, actually, no one has any interest in. And, or oh, it's amazing. Like, the very first time I came here about 12 years ago, there was this, I don't know, cool electric toothbrush for kids that played music or something like that. And I'm sure that company did nothing and went nowhere, but they, they got the idea out to the world. Probably someone else took the idea and made it commercially viable. Unfortunately, some people just don't have it. And this is the place they find it out, as sad as that is.
2: Well, we have got smart cat doors. We're going to be talking about a pram, health tracking, you know, health, obviously, post COVID, super, super interesting in terms of how much more engaged we are as a public in terms of getting tested, getting our, our data. But what is, in your mind, travel along, the item that everyone is flocking to the stand, it's going crazy on, on Instagram, you know, all the TikTok, um, you know, the views are going through the roof. What is the hot ticket item at this year's world's biggest tech show, in your opinion?
0: LG is doing it for the gram with a transparent television. Now, let me be clear. I've seen screens transparent before. Uh, Most companies have tried to show us that it's possible, but most of the time I've sat there going, why, what is this? But LG have shown a TV called the OLED T. So it is an OLED TV, which is what LG does best. It's 4K, all that kind of stuff. It's actually quite beautiful. It's kind of best to sat on a bookshelf and, and that kind of thing But what it is, it's a piece of glass. You would think it's a you know, television screen, but when you're in transparent mode, if you've got a book, a family photo, or even just beautiful wallpaper behind it, you can see that, <gasps> and you can have the television on. So you could be flicking past all the icons for your favorite apps, and behind it, you can see your wallpaper. Um, behind it, you can see that family photo. You can even watch television in transparent mode. It doesn't look that bad at all, but there's all these modes where it's like... A, it's a, it's it's If your TV would normally be off, instead of a black screen... It's showing you the weather or your calendar for the day. Or like a kind of screensaver
2: type vibe. I looked on your your TikTok, which is EFTerm.com, and Trevor, it was in like an aquarium mode. It was very soothing indeed. I was into it.
0: Like all interesting stuff like that. I saw one today on their booth that was essentially matched to the wall that it was um, sat within. So they, they matched it up. So it just looked like part of the room. But when you wanted to watch TV, it came on. Now, the critical thing is it's an OLED TV and that's the best TV you can get. If you want to watch a movie and you really want to enjoy it, you press a button and this black film is rolled out from the base and comes up behind the screen so you get the full normal television experience.
2: Okay. Best
0: quality you can get. So
2: you get the true so it's, colours. and a great and, and TV, how- okay.
0: but when you want it to, it can be off in a different way to any other TV
2: um do we have a price point is that something that um i'm just you know in terms of it's like yeah this is amazing this is going to be two hundred thousand dollars you know are people transparent pun fully intended about prices at ces as well i would say this is this goes into the category of this is a real product
0: coming to market this year they've made that very clear they would know what it's going to cost and what they think it's going to be worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they need to see the retailers. The big stores from Dubai, mm-hmm. Sydney, and New York need to come here and go, tell you what, I think I could sell 5,000 of them, but only if it's at this price, and they'll do those deals, right? Mm-hmm. My, here's, here's what I've seen enough from LG to see crazy TV, the roll-up TV and all this kind of stuff in the past. It was mm-hmm. 130000 in my world, Australian dollars. Um, I would think this is... A thirty-five thousand Australian dollar, so let's call it a twenty thousand US dollar TV. Wow. That's what I think it would be.
2: Okay, if,
0: it, if it's less than that, I'll. I'm. I'm. I'm looking at one. Only so of that, right? Now. It's amazing. <laughs>
2: it's about eighty-five thousand dirhams, which, I mean, I think I've paid less for a car, but I would say hop, hop, <laughs> hop on over to your TikTok to have a look. Um, we love talking health on the show, Trev, and interestingly, mm. it's it's been a very fascinating time because actually, healthcare doesn't move that quickly because often no. lives are at risk you know to be truthful but one one hour we've seen yeah. huge huge growth at is this idea of precision medicine about preventative care obviously wearables whether it's your whoop your aura ring you know your garment your use whatever you've got um is this something that you've seen a big spike in um in in the recent cs shows and what about this year anything that's caught your eye
0: I'm very cautious about health because it's not my area of expertise and you've got to be careful not to go, oh, someone's got this great thing. I, look, I saw, honestly, on Sunday night, I saw a, a company that had a brain implant that did something for victims oh. of quadriplegia and stuff. And I said, I'm not touching that. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to company name because until I see a, you know, a 60 minute story about how this has helped someone, I'm out, right? Mm-hmm. So I deal with consumer electronics and, you know, you Garmin. Uh, you can count steps better than anything, you know, those kind of things. How does it work? Now, there's a company called withings that for many years has made health devices so scales that tell you a lot more than just your weight um i've got a thermometer that, that not just takes your temperature but then stores it for you in an app very good a lot of things like that they've got a watch that i wear that has an ecg built in it looks like an analog watch but it can do an ecg which is remarkable and that has health authority approval so it's been approved by the american uh, fda and people like that they have shown at this show a product called bemo now it's A very small thing. Unfortunately, it looks like a vape or something like that, you know, a little little tube thing. But it is a healthcare device that allows you at home to monitor many of your own vital signs. So your temperature, uh, your blood oxygen levels, you can do a stethoscope, so put it up against your heart and do an audible reading, Mm. and an ECG, all in this one device. Now, why would you want that when you can do it on an Apple Watch? Okay, good on you. Get an Apple Watch. But this is something... So my mother-in-law has serious heart conditions, health conditions... If she could do this several times a day, mm-hmm. get stethoscope readings and things, and then perhaps do an e-health, like an over-the-phone telehealth appointment with a doctor, and that doctor can hear that stethoscope without seeing the patient, this is remarkable. So I believe this will come to market this year once it has regulatory approval. I believe it'll be five hundred US dollars or so. I think that's an amazing price for something that brings medical, hospital-like-grade technology into your home.
2: Yeah, a massive peace of mind. And I think, you know, the next step is that, you know, Automated communication to doctors, you know, things being flagged, really, really interesting space. We are talking this afternoon. Tech, Trevor Long is with us for EFTM.com, speaking to us live from Las Vegas. It's the world's biggest tech show. CES 2024 is underway. Up next, parents. And pet parents, we are hooking you up.
1: This is Afternoons with Helen Farmer on Dubai Eye 103.8. With King's
0: College Hospital London in Dubai, bringing the best of British healthcare to the UAE.
2: Great to have you with us today. We're talking tech. Trev Long with us. He is speaking to us from Vegas. CES 2024 is underway. It is the world's biggest tech show. And the emphasis is very much on people like us, consumers. What are we going to be using in a year, a few years' time? Um, Trev, um I'm I'm a parent and my goodness, it is not a cheap endeavour. Um I think a lot of tech companies start to speak to and target parents who are exhausted, who want make you know, <laughs> life to be a bit easier. Um what are we seeing in that kind of family space that can, you know, prize our hard earned dirhams out of our absolutely exhausted hands?
0: My youngest child is twelve, my oldest is seventeen and I feel like I wish <laughs> This was all happening again for me because there's such cool stuff going around. Yeah, but the one that took my eye was a was a product called uh, I believe it's uh, Glückkind, German name for lucky child. Okay. Now this is a pram. Now it looks like any other pram to me. I'm uh, we had a pretty cool pram, but this is just a pram. Let's just look at it that way. But if anyone's listening's ever ridden an e bike, an electric bike, you still have to pedal. Mm-hmm. You pedal the bike, but it's 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 easier because there's assistance. So if you ride up a hill, it doesn't feel like you're going up the hill. You're assisted. It's great. This pram has e-bike-like technology in it. So if I'm pushing the pram, it's effortless. So I'm doing my normal walk, but without the effort of the pram. So it's just a normal walk for me. Even up a hill, feels good. If I stop at a coffee shop to have uh, coffee with friends while the baby is maybe a little stirring, I press a button, it rocks itself. I don't have to touch it and hold it. It rocks itself. And when I'm walking, Bluetooth speakers on board mean white noise, music, whatever I like. It's unbelievable. It even has a camera for face recognition, so only mum and dad can push the pram.
2: Wow. Okay, two things immediately came to mind. One is just a vision of this pram doing its own thing and taking my baby, like, somewhere completely, (laughs) like, (laughs) alone. And also tech around babies and developing brains kind of freaks me out. Um, what, What kind of approvals do some of these products need to go through to even get to showcasing at CES?
0: I think, sadly, I don't believe they need any approval, to be honest, okay. um, because really, it's a it's a it's a personal push wheel device. Yeah. I don't think they need any approvals. So it's really a personal choice situation. I've seen those comments on my videos. You know, a you're lazy. B <laughs> I don't want to you in my children. Those kind of things. But look, I think if we if we really appreciate what's around us when we just sit in the sun, uh, there's a lot. There's satellite beams. There's microwave links. There's all happening around us. So. The, the human body is exposed to these things, so I'm kind of the opinion that we are living and dealing with these things. look if you're going to have that opinion, you're going to stick to a push pram. but if you're a bit excited about just the the simplicity this brings you now i mean let's let's take it away from the everyone and go back to that health thing and go. What about a new mum who has suffered a leg injury or has or, always yeah, or had a, exactly a, a had mobility issues and push? Yeah, yeah, you're
2: right.
0: Exactly. So let's, let's enable those people with technology. And so doesn't it doesn't have to be for everyone, and it's not. But especially on price, it could be $2,500. And by the way, I'll, I'll speak a little more. The other version of this pram they have is in some way self-driving. So I'm not sure I want to see that, use that, or have anything to do with it because I've seen golf buggies that I don't want on the road because the way they follow their owners. So yeah, let's, let's leave the self-driving prams out of this.
2: Interesting. It's, I find, I think you're absolutely right. We you know we're seeing more, even companies like L'Oreal with, um, you know, helping people who've got issues with their mobility with, you know, yeah. I mean, putting on lipstick, you know, we're, we're seeing so much more in this inclusive space. So I, I think about it being useful in, in that. Now let's turn to pet parents. Those who've got fur babies, as I was going to say, rather than skin babies, but that sounds horrendous. <laughs> People who have got cats and dogs, cats in particular. Um, one of your posts on TikTok seems to have really captured the attention. This is a smart cat door. Now, huge problems with cats um, kind of in the environment in Dubai having fights with their, you know, with pets, trying to get into homes, da 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 da. This is one of these kind of we-are-solving-a-problem type products. Tell us about it. Yeah. What's it looking to address and how does it work?
0: I'm, I'm never a fan of a, a, a product that answers a, pro, answers a question no one asked. But this, this answers a question. So the question, first one is, how do I stop my cat from going out at the wrong time of day? I'm happy for my cat to go out. I want it to be exposed to the backyard. So in this smart door, you can set a schedule. So it's only allowed out between a couple of hours in the day. Now, hopefully it learns that. Also, it can only be your cat that comes in because your cat has a chip in it and your your door recognises the cat. So a stray can't come into your home. But the coolest part of this flappy cat door was artificial intelligence, uh, cameras, just a bit of smarts, basically, that can see your cat when it comes to the door. And if your cat has an unwanted guest, let's say a mouse or a <laughs> bird in its mouth, mouse. and they're thinking about bringing that into the house, uh-uh, door's <gasps> locked. So it will stop them bringing rodents and, and dead animals
2: prizes into the, in their into, the, uh, into the home
0: for you. Yes, it's a prize. And I would hope and I wonder if they would learn from that. So you might end mm. up, unfortunately, having a, a pile of uh, prizes outside the door, but at <laughs> least they're coming in without them.
2: How, how, how? Are we talking facial recognition for our pets? Is it a chip collar? What's, what's, the, what's the tech?
0: Chip. A lot of cats are implanted with a chip uh, for identification purposes. A so chip for identifying who comes in and out Mm -hmm. but the the rodent the the guest and uninvited guest uh detection is really about photo detection it's able to analyze the 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 image of the door and go while i know that's a cat there's something doing with its mouth because it's got a mouse in there so it's able to say no um so that's really all it is It's, it's just a bit of smart and let me be clear i use the term ai in this conversation i get that I'm not a massive believer, this is truly AI, I just think this is smart computer programming that says, mm. here's what a cat looks like, here's 200 of them, here's what a cat looks like with a mouse in its mouth, don't let this imi- image in. So it's an image um, detection uh, software in, in real terms.
2: So what's, what does the day have in store? Um, is there a bit of, you know, a social scene around CES and, uh, the, you know, the old rumour mill going around Vegas, is there a social side as well as the showcasing side?
0: I can tell you right now that the retailers, those people that are coming to make business, they are being entertained on the Las Vegas night scene
2: by brands
0: (laughs) and everyone. That's, That's the joy of being a retailer at these events. For people like me, I'm working till midnight and getting up at six to go again, so um you know different things for different people and it's great though because i spoke to a um i'm from australia obviously and i spoke to a, a guy in the gold coast who's in, in the northern part of australia who had a product he brought it here his first day at the show he texted me and said i had a six 60 coming to see it he was excited that his product was getting attention and i think that's what's really exciting is the things that do break through of, of course there's going to be some that don't but the ones that do I just think it's fantastic.
2: And potentially life-changing for for so many people. Well, thank you for being our eyes, ears, tech on the ground, Trev. For anyone that wants to follow you, Instagram, TikTok, see some of the videos of the items we've been talking about today and, of course, more of your explorations around CES 2024. What's the best way to follow you?
0: Best way to follow me is just search Trevor Long on TikTok uh, and on Instagram, Trevor Long AU.
2: Thank you so much for your time. So, really, really appreciate it. Have fun, and uh, we'll catch up soon, no doubt, to find out what's happening. Latest in the tech world. Anytime. Introducing you to a different way today. Now, I think we are lucky here in the UAE that when we give birth, we are able to stay in hospital for a couple of days. But for so many people, it's just not enough. We haven't got our friends around us necessarily. Family might be far from home. And the kind of rest, relaxation and expertise might just be... A little bit out of reach. Well, one woman is on a mission to make this experience more luxurious, easier for new mothers. Sandrine Shekhar is with us today. She's got decades of experience in the corporate world, but after giving birth herself decided that there could be another way and started Blissful Beginnings. It is the first postpartum care retreat in the UAE. finding out about that and some of the pillars um, that that retreat focuses on. Sandrine, thank you so much for being with us. How are you?
1: I'm very good. Hi, Ellen, and hi, everyone uh, on the show. I, I want to know about
2: the you before giving birth, if that's all right. You were working in top global financial institutions. You were working with you know, billions of dollars of customer assets all over the world. And I think for many people, you know, when you have a career, you know you're going into an office, you're going into a space, you know what you're doing, and then you make the decision to become a mother. And you don't know what on earth you're doing. And it can be completely life and identity shattering in some ways tell us a little bit about you know your your experience and that transformative shift that you experienced
1: yes yeah, sure so I've been in the corporate world for over 20 years and um, then got married had uh, two lovely babies of two and three years old and uh, I have to say I gave birth in Dubai I had a smooth pregnancy, smooth birth. I attended all the antenatal classes, such as everyone on the show, <laughs> but I have to say I was yet unprepared for what happened after birth. Postpartum okay. is hard. Uh, as much as welcoming a child to this world is a joyful experience, it's also a life-altering one, both emotionally and physically. Absolutely. And uh, after, you know, my delivery, I was discharged from the hospital after two days and I returned home to the nanny, which was all about childcare and the baby. My mom was as well visiting so she could support me for a couple of weeks, but then had to return home. Mm -hmm. And my husband, as much as he tried to be supportive, was working very long hours, had a very short paternity leave. And then I was left on my own at home and um, I went through so many... Emotions uh, ranging from being overwhelmed, lost, um, a bit a failure, not being able to take care of my of my own baby, that um, I felt. There should be a better way. And I started to search, you know, on the Internet and Google what other women were doing elsewhere. Well, it's interesting to think about how different
2: cultures and nationalities and countries treat that time. Um, you know, whether it is that, you know, that 40 day period or yes. I mean, I've had you know, people say to me, you know, in my culture, you're in bed for a week, then you're on the sofa for a week and then you might leave the house. You know, conversely, I have friends in the UK who won't even spend a single night in hospital. You know, they give birth and they leave the same day. Yeah, And we are starting to see this kind of third space between hospital and home where there's this wraparound care of of what can be a really, really precarious time for a lot of women.
1: Absolutely. I think the first 40 days and even more than that, I would say up to 12 months after childbirth, women tend to be kind of fragile and going through a lot of challenges. Mm -hmm. We don't speak too much about it. When you're being discharged from the hospital, uh, women go through, you know, some kind of physical transformation. You're looking at yourself, nothing fits in the wardrobe. You're wondering, oh my God, Mm -hmm. I don't feel good. I don't feel pretty. You have challenges related to breastfeeding as well. We all feel that this is something that is natural and milk will flow out of the breast. And that's not the case. It might be... Didn't for me. Um, And it's interesting to think about...
2: The old, the old days, you know, like with, you know, maybe the, the previous generation, and certainly yes. with my mum, she was in hospital for over a week because that's what yeah. they did, and they, there was that ability, and it was this teaching of breastfeeding. Absolutely, it was, you know, a midwife imparting. Knowledge and teaching baby and mum how to do something. And as you say, you know, it's the most natural thing in the world, but that doesn't mean it's always easy for mums. And it can be a real trigger point for postnatal depression and for struggles and marital issues as well. You know, it really can be.
1: Absolutely. I think we're living in a world where everything is too fast. We don't take time for self care and healing. Uh, We've been too quick to be discharged from the hospital and postnatal retreats are here to cater for this gap. So tell us about, I mean,
2: you're absolutely right in terms of identifying this gap. Why did you feel like you were the person to to start something in the UAE with your company, which is, as, we said, as you just said, blissful beginnings?
1: Because to be honest with you, I've been through postpartum. Postpartum was tough on me and I felt that I didn't want any woman to leave the postpartum phase with difficulties. I think it should be a joyful experience. When you're giving birth, you shouldn't feel stressed or you shouldn't feel anxious. And not only I was um, I was experiencing this type of feelings, but all around me, all my friends, all my you know uh, close network were going through a similar type of you know emotions. And I felt no, there's no way we, we should keep on going you know, with, with the same way of doing things. Women in Asia, women in the US are transitioning through postnatal retreats, millions of them every day. And they come back with wonderful feedback about how much the postnatal retreat has supported them, cared for them, empowered them as new moms. And they lived blissfully this transition into motherhood. So what does it look like then?
2: Can you explain the hows, the wheres, the processes of looking after mums and babies, of course?
1: Of course. I mean, I'm very happy to share um, how, you know, uh, the experience look like. So essentially, um, parents will call us and we will uh, assess and discuss with them what their postpartum needs is all about. Then we'll invite them to the retreat facility so that they can meet with the team, they visit the facilities, so on and so forth. And we'll take the opportunity to handcraft a bespoke program centered around five main pillars. First pillar being emotional support, second pillar nutrition counselling, third pillar holistic wellness therapies, fourth pillar lactation counselling, and finally the fifth and last pillar is baby care, Mm -hmm. support and bonding activities. So from that, um, moms, I mean, new parents, because the postnatal retreat caters for the needs of moms and dads. It's not only for moms, uh, because we would like to empower our fathers out there. Once um, they are happy with the program, so they book their stay with us. Once they deliver, they give us a call and we'll pick them up from their location, either home. Or the hospital to drive them to the retreat. You could go straight from the hospital. Absolutely, we wow. did have moms coming straight from the hospital after two days. you uh, need to have this support, extended support that they didn't get at the hospital. So there's experts
2: across those five pillars that are there.
1: Absolutely, already. we do have a, a large team of specialists ranging from midwives to nurses, uh, nutrition uh, counselor, parent coaches, uh, so on and so forth. Holistic wellness counselors, uh, physiotherapists. Wow. Yes, we do have. Have a set of comprehensive services uh, because I want Blissful Beginnings to be seen as a one-stop place for moms and dads to get all their postpartum needs. So how long would a typical
2: family stay with you? How many days it or, or actually, can it go into weeks even?
1: Sure, it would actually vary. So essentially guests are staying a minimum of three nights but since we're new, we are opening you know, the retreat for guests between one night up to 40 nights and the guests can choose to come straight from the hospital or after a couple of weeks after.
2: You've got some prestigious locations. Tell us where these lucky families will be spending those uh, those days and weeks. Aren't you? So
1: we operate from two prestigious uh, re- uh, locations, as you just mentioned, the Mandarin Oriental in Jumeirah and the Park Hyatt in Dubai Creek. Uh, these two hotels uh, embraced the concept fully uh, since they cut off of the needs of family and uh, they're very excited that we're working in-house and helping uh, uh, tens of families. Well
2: Park Height in particular very close to healthcare city so ni- nice and convenient. Yes. Um, I think the nutrition piece is really interesting as well I mean as you said there's so many facets to new parenthood. Um, what's the feedback been like so far and you know in terms of the, the, the postnatal community and even the families that you're speaking to already how are people feeling about this,
1: this added I have support? to say it's very heartwarming uh, the feedback I got I always get big hugs and. I always get moms telling me that was such a magical and amazing experience. Thank you for doing that. Oh.
2: <laughs> I want to ask you, um, as, as you rightly pointed out, you know, whether it's, you know, through work or paternity leave, you know, it's about getting dads involved too. Um, how do you think fathers can be more involved and, of course, supported themselves during the postpartum period?
1: Yes. So um, just more generally, so outside of the retreat, I would advise um, dads uh, to... Not hesitate to compliment their wives about how beautiful they are, to show them love, uh, to show them support, non-judgmental support. In this period, uh, women need a lot of attention and a lot of listening. <laughs> I need a lot of I need lots of praise. That was what I
2: needed. You're doing exactly, a, You're doing a great too. job. I
1: needed praises is that, is from that? my husband. My husband telling me that. I'm doing great. He's so proud of me. He loves me. Because as a woman, you're going through a kind of emotional roller coaster after you deliver because of the hormones. And it's so important that, you know, um, when you look at yourself in your husband's eyes, he's reflecting beauty, love and care. And this is what I would advise for anyone, to that want,
2: on. for anyone that wants to get in touch, whether it is for them or a family member, uh, whether they're planning a family or they're pregnant right now, Sandrine, what's the best way of getting in touch or, of course, finding out more information about Blissful Beginnings?
1: Of course. So... Um website yeah yes we do have a website so www.blissfulbeginnings.ae and we have a direct phone number as well which you can reach us on on 52
2: if you miss those details and you want to find out more you can just send me the word bliss I'd be happy to send you the link so you can find out so I mean, first of all you know personal and I guess professional congratulations um, on this endeavour you know really addressing something I UNN. mean it's it, it it's not enough to convince me to have a third child
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will don't but, worry but
2: kudos to you (laughs) thank you so so much (laughs) 4001 as I said if you want details of blissful beginnings it's afternoons with me Helen Farming. we've been talking there about the first postpartum care retreat in the UAE